welcome to Sluts Podcast Live, but not live, with your host, Sydney, Destiny, and Eris. Hello, welcome to, hey, hey, hey. to our third episode this fucking week. Yes. I'm exhausted. Seriously. All we do is talk, and we're just like, oh. <coughs> right? No, I'm just kidding. I love this. Don't, don't hold it against me. Don't hold it against me. Anyways... Dude, I'd do one every single day if we could. Oh, like, yeah. I'm not even kidding. I'm ready to make money and just quit my job. Yes. <laughs> Maybe part-time because I do like, I would go nuts if this is all, like, con- it's all I think about anyway. Yeah. I just say conversations in my head at work all the time. <laughs> I'm not the only one. I do. I, I'm just, all I think about is, like, how we can do this, like, my money brain's going, like, let's do this full-time. I'm ready to quit my job now. Dude, yeah, seriously. I have so many episodes in my head. I have so many plans. Like, I definitely am all on board for once we get these mics up and going and just traveling to different cities and interviewing people. And If any of y'all know how to edit, let a girl know. Right? <laughs> or a program that can use more than one mic at the same freaking yeah. time. Like, what the fuck? A cheap editing. Okay. Anyway. Because the mics are so clear. We plugged them in and we test them and they're clear as fuck. Really? But... The editing software that I know how to use, we can't record, we can't use my, diff- you can only use one mic? Yes. <laughs> yes, Destiny, do a podcast, can't say real words. Yeah, and like when, uh, when we had one mic and it was just sitting around it, we were like, oh, maybe that'll work. It sounded like this airy sound to it, yeah. and I'm like, this is driving me crazy. Yeah, but if it's one person, one mic, it sounds, mm-hmm. chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. So, we're trying to figure that shit out, but I'm dumber than a motherfucking box of rocks. But, um, yeah, we did a sound check without you. We're just hoping that you sound fine. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, not whatever. You know how you told me, like, when the sun gets in my face, you sneeze, and you're like, maybe it's a blue-eyed thing. It's definitely not, because I was driving the other day, and the sun hit me, I'm like, hush! <laughs> <laughs> you're like, Sid. I was like, oh, maybe I should call her. I was like, no, just kidding, it's not that important. <laughs> but... For Halloween, we're doing a spooky episode every week. Every freaking week. Because we love you guys. And we love spooky shit. I'm so excited. I was tossing a few ideas around for my episode because you guys get to listen to me talk for an hour. (laughs) I thought I just spit all over my phone. It's dust. (laughs) You get to listen to me talk for an hour. And I'm excited. I've been so pumped. You guys might know what this is. What is it? Wait, do we need to say anything before? Do we have any announcements, folks? Uh, I don't know. It's been three days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, no. Sid and I are going to go to Muncie sometime and get ready to get some stock up for pre-orders. Yes. We need to actually do that tomorrow morning. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that. Anyway. Night. We can have a scary movie night. I would love to, but I got to go to Newcastle. When? Like, 6 a.m. Why? Oh. STD check, I got it. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just No, kidding. I had totally one. Kidding. I'm totally kidding. The other month, because practice what you preach, you know? Yeah. We were talking about it, and I haven't done one, so I did it. And if anyone wants to know, I don't have anything. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm getting my first, okay, unrelated topic, and we could totally do a first episode on this. Or another episode, not a first episode. But I'm getting a pap smear for the first time, like, at the end of this month. And I'm... For the first time? Yes! That's what I said. 
I'm oh, nervous. Why? I guess you are. Because someone's going to have to claw open my coochie. It's not even that bad. I it's like, really not. No, I'm going to. F- I saw someone, like, film their face for TikTok during it, their first one. I'm like, I'm totally going to do that. Do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> I'm totally going to do it. I just spit on this. And if it's that same doctor, she'll laugh, too. Oh, yeah. It's a girl. I was going to yeah. say, like, they make whole, like, categories of porn about it. So, I think you'll be fine. <laughs> do but- they? Yeah, they make porn about everything. Okay, true chains. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into this episode because I've been dying to tell it since I planned it on Monday. So, do you guys, have you guys ever heard of the Cecil Hotel? No. In no. Los Angeles? Mm-mm. You guys haven't? This hotel's fucked. I'm excited. I'm about to throw hands with these motherfucking flies. <laughs> <laughs> you need a Venus and, wait. A Venus Yeah, you're trap? right. Venus yeah. trap. Yeah. I'm going to say Venus and flytrap. But I it's feel a like Venus flytrap. Yes, this this plant traps Venuses. But don't they only <laughs> don't they only kill one fly at a time and then they die? No, they digest it. They close and they digest it and then they'll open back up again. I read somewhere that's a lie. Well, they're fucking ridiculous. They're Probably from sun. TikTok. <laughs> now, if I'm wrong, don't call me out. I'm right. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have you guys heard of the Cecil Hotel? No. 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 I'm so fucking excited. This is gonna blow your fucking <laughs> brains. Alright. So, Cecil Hotel. It was, it's called C- uh, Stay on Main right now. It was formerly the Cecil Hotel, Hotel Cecil, and informally the Cecil. It's a budget hotel in downtown Los Angeles. I'm gonna give you some education first okay. because, yeah. Because I fucking want to. <laughs> it's a budget hotel in downtown Los Angeles located at 643 South Main Street. It opened in 1927. It has 700 guest rooms. The hotel was has a checkered history, but in, as of 2017 has been re-innovated re- re- renovate, and redeveloped into a mix of hotels and residential units. Mexican Jesus, if you're listening, go take pictures. <laughs> it's on like Skid Row. Oh, maybe don't get murdered. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm confused. What's Skid Row? Uh, Skid Row basically is downtown Los Angeles in early 2000s, maybe, or late 2010s. That's what we're going to call it, teen thousands. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, um, the, the mayor of California, or mayor of wherever that is, made it basically... The mayor of Los Angeles? Whatever the fuck. Listen, <laughs> I did half-ass research on this. I'm just kidding. But, um, basically it was like, I'm not going to make it illegal for people to be poor so you can camp there. So it's like shit ton of homeless people and drugs Mm. and prostitution. Yes, basically. Hmm. Did I get that about right? I think so. Okay. Anyways. Okay. So it's down. This place is located around there. Okay. Yeah. It's a little sketchy sketch. Okay. The Cecil was built in 1924 by hotel air William Banks Hanner as a destination for business Travels, travelers and tourists, Des- designated by Lloyd Lester Smith and blah 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 blah. The hotel cost one million to complete and boosted. And basically, the original idea for the Cecil Hotel was it was going to be a nice ass hotel for business owners and like to bring in money and profit. Yeah. And that was the original idea for the Cecil. And it was it cost super awesome. Blah blah blah. And. Although the hotel did flourish as a fashionable destination through the 1940s, the decades beyond saw the hotel decline as the nearby known as Skid Row 
was become increasingly populated with transients, as many as tw- 10,000 homeless people. In 2007, um, a portion of the hotel was refurbished after new owners took over. In 2011, the season was rebranded as Stay on Main. Um, in 2014, the hotel was sold to New York City Hotel Air for $30 million, and he was on a 99-year ground lease as the property. And he, he has ideas to finish it. In 2017, in Los Angeles... Voted to deem the Cecil of a historic cultural monument because of the representation of the 20th century American hotel because of the where it's at and whatever whatnot. Okay. You got the gist. It was supposed to be a good hotel. Kind of fell into shit. So, we're kind of going to go deep into this. There's been a lot of deaths at the Cecil Hotel. A lot of deaths. So, I'm going to go, I'm going to run a list down of deaths. On November 19th, 1933, Manhattan Beach resident W.K. Norton, 46, was found dead in his room after ingesting poison capsules. A week prior, he had checked into Cecil under the name James Willies from Chicago. Norton's death appears to be earliest known suicide at the hotel. So, 1931. Okay. 1932, a maid from found Benjamin Bodich, 25, dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. He did not ha- leave a suicide note. In 1934, former Army Marine Corps Sergeant Louis D. Borden, 53, was found dead in his room at the Cecil. He had slashed his own throat with a razor. Borden left, Borden left several notes, one of which cited poor health as the reason for a suicide. Also, there was also a suicide note leaving every all the little that he had to a woman. Okay, so he slit his own throat, right? But left a note saying that all he has is to this weird woman. Definitely wasn't a suicide. <laughs> Who the fuck slashes their own... That, that's some testicular fortitude. He's just like... <laughs> yeah, like... Mm-mm. No way. Mm-mm. Out of all of the ways... That's mm-hmm. a determination. I'm not saying... Sorry, just move the table. <laughs> I'm not saying, like... I'm not joking around about suicide, but, like... Shit. <laughs> yeah. Shit. <laughs> Anyways, May 1939, Navy officer Edwin C. Neblett, 39, was found dead in his room after ingesting poison. Okay. Um, January 1940, teacher Dorothy Singer, 45, ingested poison while staying at the Cecil and was reported by Los Angeles Times to be near death. No further reports were published about her condition. So we don't know if she died or not, but she's almost. a lot of poison going on. I don't know if it was poison or drugs. But at this time, you know what I mean? They don't come out and say... Yeah. Methamphetamine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 1944, Dorothy Jean Purcell, 19, was sharing a room at Cecil with her boyfriend, shoe salesman, Ben Levine, 38. Purcell, who had apparently been unaware that she was pregnant, went into labor. She later testified that she did not want to disturb sleep sleeping Levine, so went to the bathroom where she gave birth to a baby boy. Thinking the baby was dead, she threw it out the window. <laughs> he landed on the roof of the adjacent building. Purcell was charged with murder. Three psychiatrists, then known as alienists, testified that she was mentally unstable, and at the time of the incident, in 1945, she was found not guilty by reason of insanity. I still feel like you should be, like, guilty. Yes, basically. Like, who just throws the baby out the window? Well, this was also a time period where they were really wanting people to go to these asylums because they true. were testing on them a lot. That is true, too. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. 
Okay. November 1947, Robert Smith, 35, died after jumping from one of the Cecil's seventh floor windows. Uh, October 22, 1954, San Francisco stationary firm employee Helen Gurner, 55, jumped from the window of the seventh floor, landed on the top of Cecil's marquee. One week prior, she was had registered in the hotel as Margaret Brown. So she used a fake name to register into the Cecil. Oh. Cecil was basically one of the hotels that, like, you know how you get checked for IDs? They just, like, signed the fucking guest book. <laughs> they didn't give a shit. <laughs> okay. G- February 11th, 1962, Julia Francis Moore, 50, jumped from the window of the 8th floor room and landed on a secondary story interior light well. She did not leave a suicide note. Among her possessions was a bus ticket to St. Louis, 59 cents and change, and an Illinois bank showing she had a balance of $1,800. Listen, you know what this reminds me of? What? Hotel American Horror Stories. Oh, yeah, that's fucked. I don't think I've seen that season. Oh, that's like my favorite season. But this is literally like... It's insane. This hotel is fucking nuts. <laughs> um, where was I? Okay. October 12th, 1962, Pauline Auden, 27, jumped from the window of the ninth room... Ninth floor room with an argument with her estranged husband, Dewey. Who who marries a Dewey? Had left the room prior to Auden's suicide. Auden landed on on a pedestrian. George Gianni, 65, killed them both instantly. There was no witnesses. Police initially thought Auden and Gianni committed suicide together. However, as soon as... As soon as that was determined, Gianni had his hands in his pockets at the time of his death, and he was wearing shoes. If he had jumped, the shoes would have likely fallen off on impact, and he wouldn't have had his hands in his pockets. So, she jumps out this window, lands on a man, kills them both. Better just, like, be walking, looking up. (laughs) Just all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. June 4th, 1964, a hotel worker discovered Pigeon Goldie Osgood, a retired... Telephone operator dead. Stay what? Uh, sorry. Don't know what the fuck I just did. But <laughs> retired telephone operator dead in her room. She had been raped, stabbed, and beaten. Her room was ransacked. Osgood was well known around the area, and earned her nickname because she fed pigeons nearby in Pershing Square. Near her body was in Los Angeles Dodgers cap she always wore, and a paper sack full of birdseed. Hours after her murder, um, Jack, J-A-C-Q-U-E-S. Jack, wait, Jack is? Jock. Jock, Jock B. Ellinger, 29, was seen walking around Pershing Square, bloodstained clothes. <laughs> he was arrested and charged with Osgood's murder, but was later charged, cleared of the crime, because the murder remains unsolved. He's walking around blood, but was released, like, an hour later. This is before all the CSI shit. <laughs> yes, but isn't that insane? He's walking around. They're like, go, bud. <laughs> shit. Okay. Fuck them pigeons. Fuck them pigeons. <laughs> okay. Um, December 16th, under the name Allison Lowe. Hold on. Just kidding. December 20th, 1975, a still unidentified woman, apparently 23, jumped from a 12th floor window onto Cecil's second floor. She was registered at the hotel under the name Allison Lowe. Lowell. I just can't read. Um, September 1st, 1992, a man was found deceased in the alley behind the Cecil. Authorities believe the deceased either fell from or jumped or was pushed from the hotel's 15th floor. At the time of his death, 
The descendant was 5 feet 9 inches tall, weighed 185 pounds, was wearing blue sweatpants and a black t-shirt over black sweatshirt over gray t-shirt. The Los Angeles County Coroner's Office placed the descendant's age at 20, 22 years old. The descendant, descend, descendant's true identity has never been established. The body of a 28-year-old man was found outside the hotel, was conjectured, con- basically he was said committing suicide by jumping into a hotel, although the spokesperson for the county coroner of Los Angeles said that basically the death was to be determined. Also, in one of these deaths, I can't remember, I read it somewhere, and I guess I didn't write it down, someone jumped from the building, landed in telephone wires, and died. And then people had to basically watch them, watch the police and fire department, cut her from the telephone wires. Jeez. Insane. Basically, this hotel is fucked, right? That's just fun, fun stuff. Perhaps most infamously, in the 1980s, the hotel was rumored to resident the serial killer Richard Ramirez, nicknamed the Night Stalker. Mm. Description, Richard, words I can't say, Ramirez, known as Richard Ramirez, blah, 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 was American serial killer, serial rapist, and burglar. He was highly publicized home invasion, crime spree, terrorized the residents of greater, greater Los Angeles area. And San Francisco from 1984 to August 1985. Um, another serial killer, Australian Austrian Jack Underwedger, stayed at the Cecil 1991, possibly because he wanted to copy Ramirez and his shit show of murder. While there, he strangled and killed at least three prostitutes for which he was conce- convicted in Austria. He hanged himself shortly after his, convi- his conviction. Um... Richard Ramirez is also... Ricardo? Ricardo. I just can't fucking read. Um, was also... Gets shit ton of letters, basically, from women. Like, I love you. Let me put a book. Like, he's also one of the most popular, like, prisoners. I will never understand that. Ever. Well, you know, the guy from the documentary, Chris, whatever his yeah. name? He's getting a bunch, too. Oh, I'm like, I'll punch today. a bitch. Anyways. What kind of hate? <laughs> if you guys have anything to say spit it out like okay okay the the hotel's actually crazy like what the fuck there's one thing that i haven't actually talked about and it's actually kind of insane so um basically the police aren't doing shit in this hotel the, it's kind of like a known thing that people are dying it's it sucks well have you guys ever heard of eliza lamb i know the name Mm-mm. have you ever heard of her the story's insane <laughs> Was she murdered, or was she the murdery? You'll find out! Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Next week on Snapped. <clears throat> Alright. The daughter... She's the daughter of immig- immigrants from Hong Kong. They opened a restaurant. They just outside... They lived just outside of Vancouver, Canada. Was a student at the University of British Columbia. Although she was not registered at the beginning of 2013. <sighs> okay, so basically... Eliza Lamb, she has good life, good parents... Everything like that. She, she's a good kid for the most part. She's 21, 22 years old, I believe. Um, she planned this trip. She's like, I'm going to go on this trip by myself. I need, you know, like any younger person, they want to travel. That's kind of just what's ingrained in our head. We want to travel. And she's like, I'm going to go on this trip. So for her trip to California, Lamb traveled alone on Amtrak and other buses. She visited San Diego and posted pictures, basically. She arrived in Los Angeles. After two days, she checked into the Cecil. 
which is downtown near Skid Row. Um, she was initially initially assigned a shared room on Cecil's fifth floor. However, her roommates complained about the hotel's that the hotel's lawyer were basically basically her roommates complained and they got her moved to a single room. Whatever. So, Lam was recently diagnosed with bipolar disorder and depression. She was prescribed four medicines, Wellbutrin, Lam-something, Lam Seroquel, and um, another one. To treat, her dis- dis- to treat her disorders, according to her family, who supposedly kept history of her mental illness, Lam had no history of suicidal intentions or attempts, although one report claimed that she had previously gone missing for a brief period. Right, 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 right. She, in mid-2010, she began a blog named Ether Fields on Blogspot. Over the next two years, she had posted pictures of model fashion, she, a, accounts of her life, particularly the struggle of mental illness. She basically is a normal human, like, normal girl. She's struggling with mental illness. She's she's trying to figure out who she is. Well, um, her title for her blog was, You're Always Haunted by the e- Idea of You're Wasting Your Life. <laughs> from Chuck Palahniuk. Sorry, I can't read. Chuck Palahniuk, yeah. She used the quote as the... For the, like, the... He's the writer of Fight Club. Okay, cool. But it was, like, big old prints. First thing you saw when you went to her blogs. The headliner. Yeah. Anyways. A couple... She blogged for about two years, and then she started a Tumblr. And I'm gonna pull up her Tumblr for you guys to see. Is that, is that what you were, like, waiting on? It's kind of crazy. But, um... Sorry if you hear me moving. I want them to see. So, basically, it's just pictures, like... Tell me what you're seeing. Um, a girl. And a girl with a peacock thing. Basically, a bunch of fashion stuff and quotes yeah. and, mm-hmm. like, normal things that you would think a 21-year-old would... It looks like my Pinterest. But it looks a little, <laughs> like, kind of chaotic, maybe. Like, mm-hmm. most Tumblrs, they have a theme and aesthetic, and they stick to that shit. <laughs> like, yeah, there's a... Get the fuck out of here. Okay, bye. Basically, it's a little chaotic. Like, there's a little... Of everything. A little bit of everything, yeah. Just however she was feeling that day. Yeah, exactly. I have bipolar, so definitely get it. Okay. So, that's a little bit about... A little bit about... It's just kind of... A little wonk, I guess. We'll go with that. Shitty term, but it's a little bit of everything, like Sid said. Okay, it talks about fashion and stuff. Okay, so I'm going to talk about some of her text posts that I didn't show you guys because it's a lot harder to come and see. (laughs) So planning, this is text post one. Planning, planning, planning for the West Coast tour. Sigh. Turns out I won't be making as many stops as I'd like. Vancouver, San Diego, Los Angeles, Santa Cruz, and San Francisco. I really wanted to stop by San Luis Hospito, but alas, we'll see. Suggestions and meetups are highly appreciated. She doesn't have a really big following, so I, I don't understand the, like, tell me, tell me what you think I should do. Okay. <laughs> also, this was really funny. The same day she posts, on bright side, I am not addicted to crack, co-ta- crack cocaine, and I thought it was so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, felt, girl. <laughs> okay. And then text number three. I am prioritizing the living crap, privatizing the living crap out of my Facebook because I'm paranoid like that. I came across my fourth Facebook note 
but out of the five, I have verbatim posted here from my Facebook. So respect and kindly do not repost this. This is the very start of my depression today, and I'm feeling very low. Um, this is part of the poem. The poem was literally so fucking long. It was big old boy. <laughs> it says, it's funny to be sitting here all alone at a posh cafe restaurant. And then she posts some French that I'm not even going to try to say. <laughs> Certain age a table away. Her status is evident with styled hair. The delicate glass of white wine. The shoes. The sack. The bling. That yet, a moment ago, she choked and sneezed like an Asian mother, very loud, very, very loud, shocking to those who have never heard it before, and cough loudly, the hacking cough of a pot-bellied middle-aged man with his health was when his health was failing. Um, so that's kind of like her writing style. A lot of her stuff that she posts was a lot like that. I kind of love her. <laughs> Text number three. Sorry, I just stomped on your toes. This was January 25th, 2013. I didn't post the other dates because I was like, Destiny, that's not smart. And then I was like, better do it from now on. Today I slept. I took a hot shower, stuffed myself silly with a $3 dinner. It was been most productive and enjoyable. I seriously don't, I have seriously done nothing in San Diego, but this is, that is out of my normal routine at home. I do what I want. After all, I like my home comforts and very, every now and then I do something in, entirely impulsive and reckless like tell a guy I just met I like him. I do like people watching at the hostel. Now that I'm rested and well, starting tomorrow I should venture outside more. The SeaWorld, the zoo, museum, because it's free, whale watching at the Coronado Point Luma, whatever. So, um... She's having a good time on her trip. She's having a great time. Like, nothing out of the ordinary. She keeps posting. She keeps... And she calls her family every day. Text 5. January 27th, 2013. I'm going out tonight. I really hope no creeper comes near me. Seriously, though, these... Those Italian and Mexican guys go after you strong. Show the slightest inclination and they they hound you. That's what she posted. <laughs> um... Text 6, January 27th, 2013. The speakeasy was awesome, except I lost my cell phone. Sigh. Seems like a very normal 21-year-old girl, right? <clears throat> okay. Lamb contacted her parents in British Columbia every day while traveling. On Jul January 31st, 2013, the day she was scheduled to check out of the Cecil and leave for Santa Cruz, they did not hear a they didn't hear from her. They called Los Angeles Police Department and they flew out to Los Angeles to search. They just they just had this feeling that something was wrong. Excuse me. Damn. <laughs> um, hotel staff saw Lamb that day, said she was alone. Outside the hotel, Katie Orphan, manager of nearby bookstore, was the only person who recalled seeing her that day. She was outgoing, very lively, very friendly. While getting gifts to take home to her family, she talked about how she was afraid they were too heavy to fit on her flight while she traveled, or bus while she traveled. And, um, the police searched the hotel to the extent they legally could. They searched Lamb's room, had dogs go through the building, including the rooftop, but the canines were unsuccessful in detecting her scent. But we didn't search every room. We could only do what we had. Shut up, Siri. She always has something to say. Um, we didn't search every room because they basically didn't have permission. After Jan February 6th, a week after Lamb had 
last been seen, the LADP, LAPD decided more help was needed. Flyers with their images were posted around the neighborhood, basically bringing attention to everybody. Blah, blah, blah. Normal. If you watch any ID channel, this is normal. Mm-hmm. Um, February 15th, after another week with no sign of lamb, the LAPD released a video of the last known sighting of her taken on the Cecil's elevator by a, a video surveillance camera on February 1st. The video drew worldwide interest basically because it was a little it's a little weird and I'm going to show you the guys the video here in a little bit. Um, I'm excited. <laughs> I just want to know what happened. <laughs> um, this basically just explains the video but I'm going to show you guys right now. Excuse you. Why are you all the way playing right there when I need you to play back here? And also, I want you guys to, um, say what's that? Why is it a lot of me? Mama, a lot of me go back. There we go. Okay. <clears throat> what do y'all think's happening? Just tell me what you guys think. Oh, uh, I don't see it. She's right there. Oh, okay. She's just, like, kind of, like, she's... Acting a little strange, right? Wait, is that inside? This is this is the elevator, and this is like somebody's outside. talking to her. Yeah, it sounds like it looks like somebody's definitely talking. Like, and to she's her. trying to like trying get, to get into yeah. the elevator. It's about a minute, and twenty-four seconds long. Is she just? And her hands are going up in the air, like yeah, like her hair or something. Yeah. Like, she seems a like little stressed like a little bit, right? And just for reference, we can literally only see, like... Her hand and half. Yeah. Not yeah. even half, like a quarter. But it's, it keeps looping. What the frick is even going on? Yeah, it keeps playing back. You see it, Destiny? Yeah, I do. Like, maybe it was a security guard or somebody that's with... It's uh, That's the video. This is, like, all the video. It? It, it gets different. I. Th- it's a two-minute and 26 video. So, she eventually, she gets into the elevator. Oh, okay. Unless I picked the wrong video, but I don't think I did. <laughs> no, because it keeps playing back. Oh. Yeah, look at the... Yeah, look at the... Oh. That's weird. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Ghosts! I know. I was like, it's haunted. What the fuck? Should I try to pick a different video, you think? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, guys. Hold on, folks. I know this is a little... <laughs> if it wasn't chaotic, it wouldn't be us. That's true. You motherfucker. What are you doing? Can you type in, um, Eliza Lamb, please? How the frick do you spell that? Hold on. Weird things are happening. I didn't even press a four. I didn't even press a four. We have a ghost in my house. We have a ghost in my house. I really feel like my... <coughs> Excuse me. Guys, I, I, it's not... It won't stop. Hold on. I would like to formally apologize for whatever the fuck just happened. <laughs> We are so sorry. I'm not sorry. That was cr- it just skipped. Like, it skipped to a minute 53. What the frick? What the right f- now? Yes. Because it just wants us to watch. I'm getting, like, so... <laughs> We're leaving all that in. 
people are gonna be like, oh, it really is chaos up in there. It won't let me go back. Let me watch it on my phone. Here. Just look up Eliza Lamb original video. I'm done fucking with that. We'll watch it on Sid's phone. How do you spell Eliza? Um, it's like E L I S A. Lamb L A M. Again, we're real sorry. I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> ghosts. Ghosts. It's all the okay. Cecil, Cecil ghosts when the fucking. Watch it. Don't mind the the ab ad. Now nah, I really want Arby's. <laughs> Okay. She gets into the elevator. Is she squatting down? What's she doing? Yeah, like trying to press. Do that. Uh, yeah. She looks like she's looking for someone, right? Or like, what the fuck? Like she's playing peekaboo with somebody. And now she's hiding. Oh, yeah. Oh. What the fuck? Somebody's definitely following her. I want you guys to pay attention to her hands, too. Is this something I, like, step out? No, 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 no. She's definitely, like, waiting for somebody or, like, making sure somebody's not following her. Bitch, get back in! I know, I was like... And the elevator door's not closing at all. Like, at yeah. all. That's really weird. Wow. It's like, is she possessed? That's, that's a theory. But just keep, keep watching. Like I watch a lot of Supernatural, so... <laughs> probably. <laughs> it was like... It gets, it gets weirder, I personally think. Like, look at her hand, like... Like she's just seen something. Now she's pushing a shit ton of buttons. But she's not going down them, she's pushing them, like, selectively. Like she's doing something, right? Like a code? Maybe. That's what it looks like, though. And this door's not shutting. Yeah, that's... Look at her hands, look at her hands. Possessed. Definitely possessed. And she's like, she's like waving in between the door like, like there's something there. What? Isn't it crazy? Everyone listening, please go watch this video. I think we might be able to screen record it and put it on our Instagram. Why don't we just post the link? We could do that too. Because this is nuts. Wasn't that crazy? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um. Alright. What? Yeah. What did you guys think of that video? Possessed. Definitely possessed. I mean, to me, it makes sense considering how many other suicides and stuff like exactly. that have been going on. It's like, these, a lot of these people probably didn't go into that hotel thinking oh because she obviously fucking didn't i mean she had intentions on going somewhere else Mm -hmm. bought things for other people yeah when people want to go home they don't do that shit Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. okay during the search for lambs for lamb guests at the hotel began complaining about low water pressure some claimed that the water was colored black and had an unusual taste on the morning of the 
February 19th, Lamb's body was found in a one of the 100-gallon tanks providing water to the guest, a kitchen, and a coffee shop. The tank was drained and cut open since its maintenance hatch was too small to accommodate equipment needing to remove Lamb's body. Wow. These people were drinking her decaying body. Ugh. And this is why I don't drink tap water. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so it their water wasn't from, like, um, like a water, water tower. tower. There, they had water tanks on the top of the hotel, which is very kind of unusual. But and being, I mean, that's, you would have to have a lot of water towers, though, in a city, or in a, yeah, a city like Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Yeah, for Los sure. Angeles. So, um, couldn't even talk there for a second. <laughs> Crazy, right? That's disgusting. Ugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there more? Yes, there's more. There's always more. February 21st, the Los Angeles coroner's office issued a... It was an accidental drowning. That's what they issued the death. What the fuck? And she's out there playing on the tanks? Oh, but also, I need to mention that... Okay, accidental drowning with bipolar disorder as a significant factor. The full coroner's report released June 3rd stating that Lamb's body had been found naked... Clothing similar to what she was wearing in the elevator was floating in the water, coated with sand-like stuff. Her watch and room key were also found with her body. Lamb's body was moderately decomposed and bloated. It was mostly greenish with some marble, basically like, have you ever seen crime scene photos? Mm -hmm. Like the, you know what I'm talking about? How they look green. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, um... Some skin separation, blah, blah. This is not gross to me, but Jill's, or Eris is having a hard fucking time over there. <laughs> there is no evidence of physical trauma, sexual assault, or suicide. Toxicity tests, and incomplete because not enough blood was preserved. Showing trace, trace consistence with prescription meds found among her belongings, plus non-prescription such as Cinetab and Ibuprofen, a very small quantity of alcohol about 0.02% and no other recreational drugs. Okay. So what are you guys thinking? The ghost, the demons made her kill herself. Uh, like about the video, like what are you, what are you guys compiling so far in your little little crime brains? <laughs> I I don't think I think it was her. I think she did it. But okay. I think the demons like took over her body. Okay. That's a good. What do you think, Eris? I'm, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so the, invas- the investigation had determined how Lamb died, but did not offer an explanation as to how she got into the tank in the first place. Everything's supposed to be locked. You can only get in with the key. But shady hotel, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, with only staff having passcodes and... And any and any attempt to force would trigger the alarms. However, the fire escape would have allowed her to bypass those security measures if she or anyone else had known a video made by somebody, somebody. Basically, like, she got him from the fire escape. And I also read somewhere that a dog found her scent by the fire escape, but that's in none of these reports. Huh. And then, um, there's theories about Lamb's behavior in the elevator... Um, listen, I'm usually like 99.9999% 9, 9, 
percent right about these things. Okay, I can tell who the killer is before the killer is even exposed. <laughs> I love that because you're okay. always watching the ID channel. The I the autopsy report in conclusion basically was like she drowned. She they didn't do a rape kit. They didn't do a fingerprint kit. There's nothing, nothing at all. Well, they. I mean, there's no really real reason to do a rape. Exactly, kit. she was. It would have yeah. not shown anything. Um. Basically, they all said that her death was accidental. One thing though, her phone was stolen, right? Her Tumblr was posting after she died. <laughs> like, um, people are like, "What if she like made these posts like and scheduled them?" Six months after she died, mm. there was posts. Six months. That's crazy. But there's another theory. So we have possession or uh, pos- 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 possession, possession. Yeah, whatever. So there's no English majors. It's no. <laughs> there's another theory, and it's the elevator game. What? Well, I'm about to tell you. Um, I'm going to tell you all the rules. It originated in Japan and South Korea. At least one person in the elevator. That can be played with more than one person. Uh, a public building with at least ten floors. Check. Right. Um, an elevator. Obviously, it's the elevator game. Starting the game. Um, to start the game, the players need to enter the elevator. Press the four, press the fourth floor. Do not proceed if someone enters the elevator or any of the players leave the elevator. If someone does that, start from the beginning. Press the second floor. Do not, and it's basically start over if someone enters. Start over if someone enters. Um, press the sixth floor. Press the second floor. Press the tenth floor. Press the fifth floor. If a woman enters the elevator at the fifth floor, do not look at her. Do not speak to her. Do not talk to her. The woman is not human. If you do, she will decide to keep you for her own. Press the first floor. Do not proceed if someone enters the elevator or one of the players leaves the elevator. If someone does that, start from the beginning. The elevator will either ascend or descend. If the elevator reaches the first floor, leave and do not look back. If the elevator reaches the tenth floor, leave and do not respond if the woman asks, Where are you going? What's wrong? Her voice will be high, and when she asks that... Do not proceed if someone enters the elevator or basically start over from the beginning if someone enters the elevator. You are in another world. If you are alone, you are in another world. Electronics will not work in the other world. The other world is identical to our world, but the two differences is all the lights will be off. The only thing that we'll be able to see is from the windows is a red cross in the distance returning to our world. To back to get back to our world, you must enter the elevator, press 4262105, which are the floors. Um, when you reach the fifth floor, press the button for the first floor. The elevator will begin to ascend to the tenth floor. Press any other floor buttons to cancel the ascension. You must press the button you use to cancel the ascension before you reach the tenth floor. After you reach the first floor, check your surroundings carefully. If anything seems off, even the smallest detail, do not exit the elevator. If you detect something wrong, please... Repeat step two until your surroundings look as they should. Once you are confident you have returned to our world, you may safely exit the elevator. Um, Let's not ever play this. <laughs> <laughs> so, also, if you see the woman and you talk to her, um, she basically gets violent and starts attacking you. This woman, not woman thing. Um... Basically, we watched we watched the video. Um, we saw the weird hand movements, the pressing the buttons. Um, 
Was she playing the elevator game? Was she frantically pushing buttons to get back to the realm? Realm was the woman about to get her. A woman who was not human. Did she look at her? Did she try to talk to her? Is that what happened? That uh, that kind of makes sense because she was like pushing. And she wasn't pushing them down. She was pushing them like in order. Mm-hmm. And this is apparently a very popular game in Japan and whatever. And it seems like to me it would be something that you would find on Tumblr. Oh, yeah. So I kind of believe this theory a lot. I really do. Now that watching the video, yeah. I really believe this theory, and I think that she saw the woman, and the woman's like, and she tried to communicate with her, and the woman's like, I'm taking your life. And they probably possessed her, and then she made it up into the, or the, 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 the tanks, mm-hmm. and she basically died from possession. But I, and then she's like, stripping all of her clothes, putting them, yeah, that's what I think. I think it was the elevator game. I kind of do. It makes sense, honestly. Because, yeah. like, she... I mean, she comes from an Asian background, obviously. She yes. Is, um, it's probably something that she had heard of before. Or maybe even done before. Maybe. And she and wanted to try it in America. I don't know. It seemed like she was, I don't want to say normal in the beginning, uh-huh. but as soon as she stepped out and came back in when she wasn't supposed to, that's when, like, she started tripping balls. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. I've watched the video a few times, and I was looking at everything, and I was like, after I read this theory, I'm like, this is definitely what it is. It's paranormal. It's, she basically, regardless if it was the elevator game that did it, or she was possessed from future, like, previous killings, because obviously there's nine billion of them. Yeah. It was definitely possession. Yes. Isn't that crazy? I've been dying to tell the story. <laughs> so, you guys think it's elevator game slash position. Yeah. There's no other way. There's no other fucking way that it can be. Listen, we need to watch Hotel. American Horror Story. We will. Because literally, like when you were, like, because it's, it's basically like in the 19, like 1800s or mm-hmm. whatever. And literally, like people jumping out of windows and I was like... <laughs> I also have another question. Do you think broken people are attracted to this hotel to kill themselves? I wouldn't say they're attracted to it. I just feel like maybe it's cheaper. They're, you know, wanting to travel. I, mm-hmm. We went to the fucking... <laughs> when we went to Michigan. That's true. So. <clears throat> but I feel like the broken souls, the demons... They get you. They're more attracted. And you're... You don't have that power, I guess, mentally, to fight off a demon. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because they say, kind of related, kind of unrelated, that dogs, like, sick dogs will find, like, good people, and that's when they will die. Because that that's, like, sick dogs will find good people because they feel comfort. In a sick, morbid way, maybe, I, I think maybe that they're attracted to this, or they, they um, for some reason, are... Um, Maybe they don't realize that they're attracted to the brokenness of it, and then that's when they aren't, quote-unquote, strong enough to fight this, and they end up killing themselves or whatever. Because there's a lot of toxicity and a lot of grossness related to this hotel, regardless of mm-hmm. rebranding and not rebranding. So, is this hotel still... Yes. Let's go. People can still No, I'm just it. kidding. I don't want to. I'm, I'll be crying at the end. <laughs> I would like to walk through it. 
Yeah, to tour it. Yeah. They pay, you can do it by the hour. <laughs> sure. That <one>. <laughs> <laughs> you can do and it's it like $14 a night. I would definitely pay an hour. It's like three bucks. I have a theory that people, um, I don't want to say with mental illness because I think it goes hand in hand. They're the veil between this world and that world is thinner and that's why a lot of people are perceived to be schizophrenic Mm -hmm. or or anything like that because they see these things from this other world that we can't explain so our explanation is oh they're just crazy so and did you know that more people like say you were supposed to have schizophrenia in a different country um they're the people or that you see or whatever are more likely to tell you to like clean your room and be nicer but in america it's the exact opposite they're like kill yourself (laughs) it depends on your location and what you see with schizophrenia i can see that but this country was also founded on murder and genocide so okay fair (laughs) we we kind of because the natives they weren't like that i mean like they're their otherworldly stuff is all very like what you just described, mm-hmm. but you know, the English and all the other crazy European type countries coming over here and murdering and rape and all that fun stuff. <laughs> different subject for different time, but that's my story. What do you guys? What do you guys think it was a good one for Halloween? I do. Yeah, for sure. I loved it because it was definitely true crime and spooky, like paranormal. Let's try to top that, bitches. I got you. I got you. I've been thinking this whole time, like, <laughs> that was my story. I liked it though. And, yeah, I definitely have to go last because I haven't thought at all. And okay, so um, I'm looking through her um, Tumblr again, and her last last post. Um, okay, hold on, let me make sure that was it. Where's her phone at? No one knows. They were never found it. Oh. Um, I want to pull up her last post. Rare, it's just a bunch of rare words. Oh. What? Ocosmist, Ocomist, one who believes that nothing exists. Paraline, a person who lives near the sea. Basically, it's a bunch of words like dysphoria and unwill, unwill feeling. Mimp to to speak in a prissy manner, especially with pursed lips. Like it's just a bunch of. <laughs> this is her last post. But it seems like something she would share, right? It's not doesn't seem anything like out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think this is also crazy. But anyways, that's my story, and I hope you guys enjoy three episodes this week. <laughs> I and I ho- hope you guys aren't like, sick of us. <laughs> But uh, don't be. we love you guys and stay slutty. So, enjoy. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>